Hello, friends. This is Mike. You probably heard this song before, but I'm going to play a little bit of it for you, and then we'll talk about it. Hang on. Why look so awfully tragic? Put on a happy face. Smiling can work like magic. Put on a happy face. Take off the gloomy mask of tragedy. It's not your style. You look so good that you'll be glad you decided to smile. Pick out a pleasant outlook. Stick out that noble chin. Wipe off the full of doubt look. Slap on a happy grin. And spread sunshine all over the place. Just put on a happy face. All right, that was Dick Van Dyke from Bye Bye Birdie. <laughs> Way before probably anybody's time was listening to this podcast. But let's talk about why it's important. Hello again, friends and fellow truth seekers. Mike Nicholas here with another episode of the Soul Unleashed podcast where my goal is to help you with questions you might have regarding the awakening of your soul, and particularly to help other left-brain types like I am ask the right questions in our search for a deeper meaning about life. And ultimately, I want to help you unleash your soul from limiting beliefs and smothering paradigms. So this song uh, from Bye Bye Birdie and Dick Van Dyke, Put on a Happy Face, just got me thinking about something. I was talking to a friend recently, and she's gone through a really tough time. And it just seems that every time we talk, she has a lot of the same type of issues. Things just are always a, a challenge for her. And it it's 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 crazy things, right? It's it's things where where uh, she 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 says like an animal. Okay, it was a bear on her front porch and you know that's kind of unusual in the city um and she has a lot of challenges with her uh, her parents god bless her she she's a caretaker for her mother she's a caretaker for her father she's now the executor of uh, somebody who who passed her family member who passed and the will it's just a pain and and she has to clean up the place and it's just a lot of of things that are a challenge and when she was explaining this to me you know she basically said life sucks and I, I get that, and that's where I was or used to be before I started this whole Soul Unleashed process. I had just been through, obviously, the, the loss of our son and going through uh, what was left of his estate, and my wife and I had to clean out his apartment. Uh, he was living in a place where he passed away on March 28th, and uh, if we did not clear out his apartment, he was going to wind up owing another month on his apartment. So, you know, the day after he passed, we were in his place cleaning it up and coordinating to have uh, the, the I forget the junk removal people that showed up, whatever they're called. But anyway, they came and he had a lot of really nice furniture, but we had no place to put it. We didn't want to store it. We were overcome with grief. We just wanted to get rid of it. And it was, it was nice beds and chairs and dining furniture and and all that stuff and they just threw it on this truck and took it away and I hope somebody got to use it I, I don't know but then we had to clean the place out right we had to 
uh, get all the trash and and wash the place out and vacuum it and dust it and and get it ready to turn over in a couple days. And so we went through all that while at the same time we were meeting with the funeral home and the cemetery people. And of course, this was during COVID. So honestly, I guess that probably helped us because we were not in a big rush to have funeral services for our son. We couldn't have funeral services for our son. It wasn't possible to do anything in a church. And it certainly wasn't possible to get family members together. So this was the very beginning of COVID in March, April 2020. And uh, everybody was scared to death and and nothing was going on. So I'm bringing this up because at that point, I would have to say, yes, I thought life sucked also at that time. I had also gone through the experience uh, not long before that of being the executor of my mother's estate. And that wasn't so bad, honestly, but just dealing with all the things and trying to figure it out and you know, do you have to get a bond to, to do this and, uh, you know, create an, a, an account and separate bank account and become an executor? And it was just a pain in the neck. And I remember thinking a lot of times that life sucks. So my new attitude and the reason I'm doing this podcast is to talk to you about how life doesn't have to suck. And for some reason lately, even though I've been gone through all kinds of challenges with my wife and the hospital, and for, for those of you that know me and my podcast, you know, she's still hospitalized, and there are challenges, but I, I do not think anymore that life sucks. I think that this is where I'm supposed to be, and this is why I'm supposed to be here, and it's all tied into we create with our mind what our life is, and a lot of people have talked about just making that shift from you know, as Dick Van Dyke said, put on a happy face. You should see the video. It's kind of cute on YouTube. Um, put on a happy face. And, you know, the whole thing of Napoleon Hill and talking about your attitude. And I mentioned my last podcast about Eleanor Roosevelt and the things that she said about, you know, life is an adventure. The, the main thing has been for me in the spiritual change I've been going through is that I, I no longer think that life is terrible and something we need to endure. I think that it's something that we can accept. There are challenging times, but that you chose to be here. I chose to be here. Nothing is by accident, and everything that we're going through, we have created ourselves, good and bad. And it happens whether or not you believe in it or not, or whether or not you think about it or not. Your thoughts become things. And so what do I try to do now? I try and deliberately set my mind in the morning on positive things. I mentioned this a lot, so forgive me if I'm overdoing it, but I, I do set my intentions every morning with I want to see what I want to see today, and I, I set intentions for segments. When I go to visit my wife, I, I would intend for my drive to be uh, a safe drive to get to the hospital. When I get there, I intend that she's going to be uh, happy and okay, and that we're going to get things done. Today, for example, my intent was that I wanted to meet with the social worker to uh, set up a, f- a family meeting. We haven't had a family meeting in a while, and there's some challenges going on in the hospital, and I need to do that. Anyway, the, the funny thing was the social worker called me as I was driving to the hospital. <laughs> so... So I set the intent this morning that I want to see the social worker. I want to get this thing set up. And she called me. That cracked me up. 
And uh, I said, hey, I'm on my way to the hospital. Let's meet when I get there. And we did. And everything worked out. And we have something set up. And so I feel much better about that. But anyway, that that's part of what can happen when you set things up and, and make an intention for what you hope to happen. I've mentioned before, too, that I've done that when I've gone to the hospital. One day I needed to see um, my wife's doctor. Now, for those of you who've been around a hospital, you know that finding a doctor is, you know, like looking for a needle in a haystack sometimes. Uh, they are not easy to find. <laughs> um, and for those of you that are doctors, you know, hey, I, I, I don't blame you. But I needed to find this doctor, and I wanted to ask him, and I didn't know how to do it. Usually I've got to go to the front desk and ask that he be paged or go to the nurse's station and ask that he be paged or she be paged. And, uh, you know, the odds of actually finding the doctor are pretty slim. However... The day that I said this to myself, I want to see the doctor, I got on the elevator to go to the third floor where my wife was, and the doctor got on the elevator with me. Um, and what's funny is it's there's two separate doors. There's a front door and a back door to the elevator. I got on the normal door where visitors get on. The other door opens where the inside of the hospital or the staff location is, and the doctor gets on. <laughs> and um, he didn't know that the forces of uh, the universe had conspired to put him in that position, but we had the chance to talk and everything worked out great. I forget. I don't even remember what it was about, but I got to see him. So my, my belief in setting an intention for what you want to have happen does honestly make a difference. Now, my little experiment in this manifestation thing and uh, creating the life I want kind of thing is relatively new, right? It's only been gone on. Uh, for, you know, since I started this whole podcast and everything, maybe uh, eight eight or nine months. But I can say just based upon that time, it has it has been amazingly interesting, if nothing else, that, that what I intend and plan to have happen actually happens. So I haven't, uh, I haven't won the lottery yet, <laughs> but but that's, uh, that's usually the thing that people that question manifestation bring up is, well, hey, you know, I've been thinking about winning the lottery forever and I haven't won the lottery. And that was my my track also where I was. And I'll just share this on this podcast. But um, initially that was my thing was, hey, you know, if I can actually influence things and create things with my mind, thoughts become things, then I want to win the, the damn lottery. And it dawned on me after some period of time that, you know, I wouldn't be doing this podcast if I won the lottery. I would not be writing my book if I won the lottery. I would, uh, I would be, you know, living on an island in the Bahamas someplace probably and, uh, and not thinking about either of those things. So my current belief is that, hey, I, I, don't, <clears throat> I don't think about the lottery anymore. I don't, uh, I don't try to win the lottery I just focus on my podcast and my book, and I think that my mission, my thing that I'm supposed to be doing in life right now, for me, is talking about the spiritual awakening and reaching out to people about what happens with the nature of reality, what happens with our souls, where we go, how all that works, and that I might be able to help, even if I help one or two people, that would never have happened you know, if I suddenly became fabulously wealthy and, and bought a yacht and went to uh, went to the Greek islands, so that's 
that's what I'm, uh, that's what I'm focused on. And I, and I, I don't think it's my, my role in life right now to, uh, to be fabulously wealthy and live, live someplace like that. So anyway, that's my message from Dick Van Dyke and me put on a happy face. Life does not have to suck. Life does not have to be nasty, brutish, and short. Uh, I don't know what the exact quote is that Thomas Hobbes used in the 1600s, but in Leviathan about life being nasty, brutish, and short. But it does not have to be that way. There's going to be challenges. That's part of the adventure. That's part of the challenge that we accepted when we came into this life. But you can completely change your attitude and... I recommend you read. I recommend you listen to podcasts. I recommend that there's a lot of books out there that uh, the infinite possibilities that that I'm reading by Mike Dooley is, is amazing and really helped me. And if, if I was you, I'd start, I'd start with that book. So until next week, assuming I don't win the lottery, I will be back. And, uh, even if I do win the lottery, I'll do at least one more podcast and let you know that's all for this week hey if you uh, if you're kind enough to want to hit the subscribe button that'd be great and uh, leave me a review that'd be even better if you have any comments you can reach me at mike at mike or just go to my website mike that'd be uh, that'd be wonderful so thank you very much and i will talk to you again soon bye-bye